This is the Inside is Capital podcast. Stephen Lingard is Senior Vice President and Portfolio Manager at Franklin Templeton Managed Solutions. The views expressed in this podcast are those of Stephen Lingard and of the Franklin Templeton Managed Solutions Group. Now, in your um, in your investment strategy, where do you see uh, more exciting opportunities for return right now? So, yeah, to, to tie back to the portfolios, and a lot of teams will, will probably fit, um, you know, kind of the narrative. You know, we're looking for markets sort of outside the U.S. to lead, um, you know, in terms of, um, let's say, stock markets first. Well, first of all, at the asset mix level, we still think the cycle continues for at least another 12 to 18 months, which means you still need to be, even if volatility picks up, you still need to be um, slightly overweighted in risk assets. So we're overweight equities. Uh, we've reduced our credit, but are still probably overweight credit versus benchmarks, meaning corporate and high-yield bonds. We're still a bit overweight because we think we'll get hurt on duration, i.e. government bonds that don't uh, really offer very much return. In fact, we would expect negative return over the next 6 to 12 months as rates go up. So from an asset mix perspective, still favoring you know, riskier assets, in particular stocks. Um, you know, within stocks, let's say, for example, you know, we're favoring markets that have lower valuations. So um, because of the focus on the U.S., because, you know, maybe in part they have a monopoly on all the great tech names globally, um, you've seen a really significant flow into uh, the U.S. I think part of that is because of low beta. Part of that is because of these, you know, um, new global winners in terms of cloud but also some of the other technology uh, names that have worked. But as you get a broadening uh, of economic activity to Europe, to Japan, which is on fire, I mean, Japan has had the best growth that it's had in 26 years. It looks to be emerging from, you know, the lost decades, and it's not priced for that. So it's still priced for, you know, lethargy, deflation, no real growth, not going anywhere. Um, so there's still value opportunities, I think, um, we think, outside of the U.S. Um, so emerging markets fits that bill. Um, you know, Japan certainly fits that bill. We're a bit mixed on Europe. It's had a good run. Um, but in most cases, you have better earnings growth at lower valuation. So if you're thinking about where you want to place your, your wagers, um, you know, as I said, stocks are driven by valuation. So, you know, can the PE go from 15 to 18? Or is the PE at 21 maybe trending down to 19, as, as may be the case in the U.S.? Um, right. So international markets, including Canada, have that advantage of a lower valuation. On top of the fact they have more gearing to a improving global uh, economy. So you have earnings growth that should be higher. Now, notwithstanding, I think the U.S. is fine. I think the U.S., you know, with this tax reform bill is going to, and that wasn't priced, so they're going to get a one-time sort of bump in earnings uh, as a result of the, the, the lower tax rate that is absolutely going to help them. But when you think about gearing to faster or, or earnings growth or operating leverage to faster global growth, it typically isn't the U.S. Uh, it's markets like um, Europe, uh, it's Japan, it's emerging markets, and even Canada. So, so regionally speaking, we're we're more inclined to be uh, outside of the U.S. than than within the U.S. 
But as I said, the tax package is very good for the U.S. So we like equities all over. We just think that maybe you get, you know, mid-teen returns out of some of the markets that I mentioned versus, you know, low double digits in the U.S. It's just a matter of relative return. Stocks look good to us overall. But you, because of that dual tailwind of both valuation and better earnings, you, you probably do better outside the U.S. So are you still, are you still expecting, um, in the U.S. Uh, in particular, are you still expecting low double-digit returns from the market? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of our thesis. I mean, I think it would have been lower than that, absent the tax package, because, again, if volatility picks up, you can't expect the, the you know, the PE to go up a whole lot. So that's kind of our base case. But you've had this, you know, one-time boom in profits, which makes, you know, because of, well, if the tax cap gets enacted, as I think they're voting today even, that's going to, you know, drop the corporate rate to 20%. That could be as much as 10 or $12 per share um, more on the S&P. So, and the price hasn't moved. So that just lowers the valuation. Um or the valuation multiple expands a little bit. But the bottom line is, you know, this is very positive for the U.S. But I think what's positive for the U.S. is positive for global growth actually helps some of the markets outside. You know, if you look at sectors, you know, I think we're, we're definitely sniffing around value. We've added back to value positions. Value right now means financials and energy. I think we like financials over energy because of the changing dynamics in energy. But, you know, I don't think we'd be considering going – you know, massively overweight technology or some of the consumer names that have done really well over the last six, seven years because they've been bond proxies, as I mentioned, high valuation with bad fundamentals in a lot of these areas. Right. Um, so I think we're looking for a little bit more economic sensitivity because the cycle's picking up. So normally that means industrials, materials, energy, and this time around financials. So financials, as I said, tends to be earlier cycle, but because of that yield curve that has been kind of in place because of individual investors but also central banks, I think financials actually this time around are a late cycle performer. So, you know, I talked about the geographic. I also think, you know, you have to look at sort of the sector mix because actually over the last year, I'm just looking at some numbers here, um, the dispersion, well, I can go year to date. The dispersion so far this year between the major regions that we look at, so we look at Canada, the U.S., Eurozone, the U.K., Japan, PACX Japan, and emerging markets, the dispersion between the top and bottom market in local return is 20%. So Canada's the worst, EMs are the best in local terms. 20% spread. If I look at best and worst performing sectors year-to-date, I have a spread of minus 0.5, so actually outright losses in energy, to 40% in technology. So it's actually twi- twice the dispersion within sectors than it is across markets. And I think that shows you that you can't just think about, you know, geographic um, you know, tactical asset allocation by geography, you also have to think about, you know, wh- where are the sector opportunities. And that, that opportunity, or sorry, the, the best performer was tech, obviously. I don't know if I mentioned that. So you have energy that's flat, you have tech up 40%. Whereas in, you know, in terms of regions, you have Canada up 8 and emerging markets are up 27, so like 19, 20%. Um, so I think we are looking for opportunities with managers that have, that give us some exposure to, to first of all value, but also economic, which is largely, 
in economically sensitive sectors. So I don't think we want to be underweight technology, but we're probably more neutral. I think we're seriously thinking about overweighting energy at some point. We're already overweight financials uh, and overweight industrials as well. So, so our economic, you know, we're, we're positioning a little bit more towards economic sensitivity um, given our view of 2018. This is, in, yeah, this is this is in keeping with your your thesis that volatility yep. will will return. Yeah, great. Well, Stephen, thank you very much. I think I've Thank taken you. It's enough a great of your time. Yeah, it's been a pleasure talking with you today, and um, thank you very much. Thank you, Pierre.